All right. Hello and welcome to our Thursday live stream. Today we have a, a special guest as always, but this day maybe a bit more special because it's not only a partner, it's also a business friend and an expert in the thing what he is doing. Um, and therefore, I would give you some time to introduce yourself, Maximilian. Is Maximilian actually a long name or is it just Max? Uh, it's it? just Max, yeah. It's just Max. Okay, so you're not a Maximilian. It's just Max in your in your ID card. Okay, okay, got it. Yeah. Max, I've got go like a it. second and a third first name, but ah, you do. This is like for another time, yeah. Ah, for another so every, time. Every okay. every time we fly, we go to the airport. Then full name, and then the full name doesn't fit on the airplane ticket, and then it's always cut, and we have just some letters of the. Next, I uh, got it. Okay, okay. <laughs> together with the next beer, then. So, uh, Max, not Maximilian, please introduce yourself. What are you doing? Uh, why you are here, and why you are the expert for the today's topic? So, hello, everybody. First of all, Anton, thank you very much for having me today. My name is Max Hoffman. I'm the co-founder of Bidix. With Bidix, we help Amazon sellers to grow and scale their business by automating ads on and off Amazon with our software. And I started selling on Amazon myself back in 2015. And already then we realized that it is really important to use, to make use of advertising because you can launch products just so much faster and also you can maintain bestseller ranks. But to do so, you have to invest a lot of time. And we were really frustrated by the process of the manual bid adjustment, the keyword harvesting and so on. And we thought there must be an easier way, like there is like for Google or for Facebook. But we looked around and at that time there was none. So we thought, okay, maybe it might be an opportunity to build something. So in university, I met my co-founder Nadine and she studied computer science. And I told her about my problems and then she said, okay, let's, let's start to build a software. And we realized that the reason why there was no software out yet was that Amazon did not release any APIs. So it wasn't possible for third party players at that time to do something. But we reached out to Amazon and they told us that it is a closed beta available with invite only and we could join there. So we started to build the application to automate all the ins and outs of the advertising process so the whole workflows of researching keywords of setting up campaigns of increasing bit decreasing bit shifting keywords everything is now built within the bidx platform and it not only works for ads on amazon but also with ads of amazon thank you very much i did not know that you sell sold products yourself did you say that yeah yeah i did not know that is, Always, uh, we learn something new. So, sorry, we always learn something new. We always learn something new. What was your first product back then? So, my first product was a fail. Um, it was like a flexible gear tie, and it was like in America a great success and bestseller, and everybody loved it. But in Germany, the problem was that nobody searched for it. So, mm. lesson number one: you need to have traffic. You need to get First. views and clicks. Otherwise, you don't sell anything. And then the second product, which was launched like uh, six weeks after the first one, 
was a magic secret cabinet lock that works magnetically and is installed from the inside of the cabinet. And then the cabinet is locked and you have to get a magnetic key to open it up. And that worked great. So we did like, I think over 200K in the first year just with that single product. And then we just extended to build on baby safety products for socket cover, for other cabinet locks and so on. And like parents spend a lot of money for their children and for the safety for the children. So we found, especially like in 2016, then when we scaled that company, it was like a really good time to have a product where there is a need, where there is a willingness to pay and where people actually search for. Um, So we had great success, but with that success, also a lot of work and a lot of advertising work um, keep frustrating us. The good old times. I was reviewing Max's first product back in 2015 or so. Augusta's tears. Good to have you. That's here. true. Like the Facebook product reviewing groups. So. Oh yeah, the time was great. You, in the, back then you could just say, I want 100 reviews. You gave 100 discounted products with 90% discount and then you got 100 reviews oh, and know. sales <laughs> and ranking <laughs> and everything. <laughs> and everything. everything. Was uh, but uh, things changed and we need to adapt. And the people who can adapt, they will be successful in the future as well. So every good presentation starts with a motivation. And I think in the PPC area, the motivation is pretty strong forward but maybe some words from you about why doing ppc is so important and um what would you say will the future of ppc look like yeah so jeff bezos just announced last year in the letter to shareholders that one third of all purchases on amazon happen within three minutes and half of the purchases happen within 15 minutes so you have as a seller a very short time from a customer is looking up for a specific search term or a product to the customer actually buys that product. And when you go to Amazon nowadays, you find out that above the fold everything, then you scroll in between some and below, there are all sponsored advertisements, sponsored products, sponsored brands, sponsored display, Amazon DSP. So Amazon has become a pay to play platform where sellers need to advertise to get that visibility. Otherwise, they are like on the second, third, fifth page, and like only a couple of percent is going there. And also on product detail pages. You can optimize your product detail page with rich images, videos, A-plus content, whatsoever. But still, you have like 50 other competitor listings or in general listings on that page. And if you don't make sure that you cross and upsell your own essence, then your customers might be gone. And then a customer where you just paid $3 for a click to get them on your product detail page is gone and is going with a competitor's product, which is perhaps just $2 less expensive or whatsoever. So it has become like a really important part of most Amazon sellers' business. And also, in fact, that we see that in Germany, for instance, or in Europe, a good figure is that one third of the total sales is paid sale. And in America, we see that 50%, so half of the sales is paid sales. (laughs) And that really shows that Amazon is not cutting just a share of your sales with these selling fees, but also like a much bigger share 
with the advertising and Amazon just grew this business. When we started, it was like 1.5 billion annually revenues with um, advertising. And last year they did over 31 billion, I think. So it's like 20x within four years, which is crazy. So I sell a product, I run ads, I uh, get somebody on my listing and there is another guy who runs ads on my listing and then (laughs) the other person is paying for the ads as well and Amazon will still get the 15% cut plus two clicks (laughs) or maybe even more. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like a good good business model. We also have like a space market. We thought like, okay, when it's going like crazy, we also should... Advertise, you know, <laughs> pay PPC to get on the first page, and blah. Of course, I'm just kidding. But uh, thank you very much for this uh, in- introduction. Um, yeah, maybe some words uh, from my side while we're talking today. So we will to this week or early next week announce a big uh, partnership between uh, Space Goods and BitX. What it means that customers of Space Goods can use BitX in the Space Goods world. And why we came up with this, maybe a little motivation from our side. So what our customers mostly want to have, want to do, is uh, to have full control of their business. What is, of course, not possible if you don't have access to the Amazon account of Space Codes, because we cannot give all our customers an access to our Amazon account, so not all of our customers can run their own ads directly. That's why Space Code started to build kind of a remote for our Amazon account. But as Space Codes needs to tackle many other issues like invoicing, um, product compliance, blah, blah, blah. It was always one engineer working on this. I'm not sure how many engineers you have, uh, Max, at the moment. We've got about 20. 20 engineers doing all PPC. So <laughs> leave yeah. the experts with their topics and do what you can do best. And our customers, they want basically a remote control for our PPC, for the PPC campaigns which run on our Amazon account, and a good performance. And that's why we came together. It was more like a coincidence um, because you just went to us uh, on the White Label Expo and said, like, hey, we can build it for you. It's a custom solution and different pricing, blah, blah, but we can build it for you. And it was like, okay, it saves so much time for us. It saves so much time for the customer. It reduces the frustration and increases the performance. So it's just a no-brainer to do that. And that's why we came together uh, to build up this beautiful solution. So today, all of our customers, so we rolled it out for a couple of customers, but from today on, um, all of our customers can get an access to their own BitX sub-account and can upload, download, whatever uh, uh, adapt strategies, blah, blah. So use BitX with the full, full functionality plus adding new campaigns and new uh, campaign formats. And therefore, the most exciting part is coming now. Uh, Max is showing us what our customers and Every other BitX customer, obviously, can do um, in the future or already now when you just sign up for um, BitX. So, Max, stage is yours. Yeah. So, like, the biggest challenge in the use case with Space Codes was to have a single seller account that now has to be split in sub-accounts. So, basically, there's just one advertiser, but that is running, like, ads for different brands for has all the different campaigns. 
So the challenge was like to split that main account based on products, based on campaign identifiers and so on and create separate users accounts. And that is exactly what we did. So now all SpaceWorks clients can access individually a BIDX account where they have full access to their advertising, which I think is like amazing and a great opportunity. I would just like to give you a short overview of how the backend looks like and which possibilities you have. So BIDX is separated into three different areas. We have the dashboards where you get an overview of the current performance. We have the management where you do all the automation. And we have the Discover tab, which is kind of a replica of the advertising console. So within dashboards, we have all the charts and widgets, which can be completely customized to your own needs. We have scorecards, which shows you like the past performance on a daily basis. We have bar charts. We have donut charts. We have all the different chart types, and you can completely customize them. So you can easily add a new chart. And let's, for instance, have a look if I just launched a new product. Then I would like to see, for instance, not how's my ACOS and how's my um, performance going in general, because this is much too early. I'm rather interested in my clicks and perhaps my click-through rate. So to see if, if I'm getting traction. And I can now already, when I create a chart, filter that based on marketplace, ASIN, portfolio campaign. So for instance, select in a specific ASIN that I'm just about to launch, save that. And now it would allocate all the data to exactly that product. That's One question. Product that is, yes. it, aggr it aggregates all marketplaces. So in that case, it aggregates on all marketplaces, but you can just select another criteria, select the marketplace, and then you can do it just for Germany, for instance. But that's, that's in general very feature because uh, um, in our dashboard, you can also select all marketplaces at the same time, but in the Amazon Seller Central, you cannot do that, right? So if, yeah, if, if, that's if great. I'm, if I'm correct, so you need to like uh, switch between the different marketplace, reload the page every single time. Absolutely. And you don't have an overview of, okay, how good is my product performing? Especially because when you're using like pan-European program, you have like one stock for your product and you want to see how many sales I do in, in all the marketplace or in total. So when do I have to restock and stuff like that? And it's super tough to do it yourself in the seller central. And that's why a solution which aggregates that is uh, such a benefit. Yeah, so to get this overview, but also to get this customization. So for instance, if you now have a product that is already running for a couple of months, then you can just select a 90-day day frame. And then like on a daily basis, you can't really identify, but then you can just switch on a weekly trend. And now you can see like, how is this evolving over like 90 days? And you can just create the custom charts for you. And then you just look into dashboard, into the dashboards in, within BIDX. And then you get all the information you need and you can see the trends and how you are performing. And you can, of course, also just filter um, the whole dashboard temporary on a date basis or on the filters that we just showed you. And you can create as many dashboards as you like. So just create a new dashboard and then you can completely do it for the one product portfolio for the next product portfolio. And you can also easily export the whole um, dashboard so that you can, for instance, print it as PDF or share it with others whatsoever. Did you gather data about which kind of 
dashboard is used the most, maybe for like a best practice for the people which are watching the video? So what you see at the moment is like the default dashboard and many customers are very happy with the default dashboard already. So that one is okay. the one that is used the most. But other than that, we could look it up, like which chart type is like the most prominent, which is used the most. Um, we could look it up and we could provide the data for you. Yeah. And what is also important to say is that, yes, we are like an advertising platform, but we do not cover only like the paid sales, but we also take care of your total sales. So we pull in all the organic sales that you have as well. And this enables us to calculate us not only an ACOS, but also a total ACOS and also um, do the whole automation based on that total ACOS or target. That's super exciting because uh, right now we are um, doing audits like potential analysis for customers or for potential customers. And uh, if you calculate the unit economics, you have to know all the expenses. And it's super tough to tell from the ACOS <laughs> what part of your uh, total, like what part of the unit economics will be for advertising. That's why this number of the ACOS is so so good to know just for your yeah. own planning. It's super good. But I, I, I don't want to blame anybody or um, make conspiracies here, but I'm not sure if Amazon wants you to know that <laughs> like in an easy way <laughs> because <laughs> of the obvious reasons what we discussed in the first place that Amazon makes a lot of money with advertising and uh, and sales so I'm not sure if it's on purpose as I said no conspiracies here <laughs> it's a thought from my side yeah okay then we come to the second part of the tool which is the management at the moment it is called the product management and it shows you the product that you are selling in all the different marketplaces and the product management is mainly used to check that you have a complete structure for your whole account. So for instance, over here, we see that there's just one campaign, which is like an auto campaign. So we don't have many campaigns and the structure is not fully complete. So what the system would then enable you to do is to create a whole new campaign structure with a single click. So you click on add keywords. You select either your own keywords that you find out with your keyword research or use our suggestions. And this also supports ASIN. So if you enter like an ASIN, then we put that into the product targeting campaign. Then we support different focus types. So maybe you have like a generic campaign group, maybe you have like a branded campaign group, maybe you have one that you're, where you're attacking your competitors that is also supported. Then you just click on save, create structure and add keywords. And what the system is then doing is for each campaign, it will create one ad group with one match type. So an auto campaign, a manual campaign with broad keywords, manual campaign with exact keywords. You can actually like select the match types you'd like to have. And we will insert the keywords over there and we will also add the negative keywords over there. So you have like the campaign structure with the best practice with a single click which is amazing because the campaign structure is the basement for the whole optimization. And if the structure sucks, it's like really hard to scale or you don't get as much out of it as you could. And we also use this structure for our keyword harvesting. So the system automatically recognizes which campaign belongs to which product. And then it moves search terms from the auto campaign to the prod campaign as prod keyword to the exact campaign as exact keyword. And it also excludes 
so it creates negative keywords in the broad as well in the auto campaign and also moves async to the broad campaign and adds them as negative targets within uh, the auto campaign question um because there are differences between between different tools and uh, i know that you guys are using a rule-based automation am i correct we have two different approaches one is like the algorithm where you just enter the tacos or uh, icos and yeah. the other one is based on custom rules where you can precisely override for certain Oh, that that was my question. So you are able yeah. to change the rules um, yeah. because you think so you are smarter let, than the algorithm. Let me show you. <laughs> so, for instance, now we build up the campaign structure for this product. Let's go to automation and rules, where we now have the possibility to automate all the campaigns that we just set up. Mm -hmm. Click on new automation, and then, for instance, we just had this product called Easy Cover. So let's find all the campaigns that contain easy cover. The system found 29 campaigns. And now we, for instance, have a target ACOS of 20%. Or we can also switch that and have like a total ACOS of, let's say, 8%. The next step, we choose an automation intensity. This tells the system how quick it should react to changes. You can set it to moderate, which is like the default setting can set it cautious. This is for best sellers, our recommendation, because you don't want the system to overreact just because there were like two days without sales. These are important keywords and they should stay there. So the system should wait and should be really certain until it makes changes. Or you are currently launching a new product and then you set it to a dynamic. Then the system will wait a much shorter period and is much less certain with its decision, but it therefore acts much quicker and you get quicker to your, get faster to the result where you'd like to go. And as mentioned, the keyword harvesting, keyword and negative keyword management, by default is turned on. Turn it on if the structure is complete. Turn it off if there is still a mess which has to be cleaned up. But in general, we recommend to turn it on, and then you click Save, and then the system is doing automatically all the changes for you. We also have an explanation how the whole bit and budget automation works. So you find this, for instance, in the tool tip um, over here. We can and share that afterwards. Videos. How does the bit management work as well as how does the keyword management work? And we also show you when you click on these articles, on the one side, we describe um, the whole, the whole op optimization process, but we also created the video. So you can just watch the video and then you learn how the automation exactly works and which KPIs are taken into, into account and which data is taken into account. And then for some for some reasons, you, you might like to override the algorithm. So I would say that the algorithm is taking care of about 85% of the automation adjustments that have to be made. But sometimes, for instance, if you start a new product and you launch and you want to push hard. The system always waits normally with the algorithm 72 hours until it's making an adjustment because this is the period where Amazon is going to attribute all the sales. Mm. So making a decision earlier might be a false decision because the sales come in later. So what we then do is like an individual rule. And for instance, if you are launching a new product and you have a couple of keywords, which don't have any clicks yet, and you say your current bid is still 
below, for instance, two, two dollars or two euros. And you say that elapsed day is bigger than zero, so one. What the system is now doing, and then we'd like to increase the bit by 12 cents. What the system is now doing is it does not only wait 72 hours until it makes an adjustment. And so the increase would just take a long time. What the system is doing now is checks every every 24 hours if there are any clicks. If there aren't any clicks, then it will step-by-step step increase the bid, 12 cents increment, until it reached like $2. And this enables you like to get to $2. Even if you just started with 20 cents, you will get there in a couple of days. And then you know, well, which keywords do you get impression and click and so on? And where don't you? And then you can check them and you can circle back to your listing and you can see are the keywords relevant? Are the positions correctly in the listing? Or do I have to make some adjustments? Or is it a keyword that is too competitive where I don't get displayed with that bit and it might be necessary to increase it even more? Do you have um, recommended strategies which you can just pick? For example, I want to have a profitable PPC campaign set up. So, I, so I, for example, I want uh, I, I want uh, to launch my product. Can I just pick launch product setup and then everything yeah. happens automatically? Is it also possible? So what we do have is like on product basis. So if you, for instance, launch a product in, in France, um, then you are able to also enter your production costs and uh, VAT you are paying in France. Then yeah. the system is going to automatically calculate the profit and that is telling you what is your break-even acres. And then you are also able just to set it, for instance, to a break-even acres or to set it to like a promote acres, which then is just pushing a little bit harder or to set it like to a profitable acres where it goes below the, the one that is break-even for you. So this was not made up. <laughs> it was just a random question which came to my mind and you have it. And because the second question was if you can do uh, break-even strategies automatically. Yeah. And I, want, I wanted to recommend you as a feature, but you have it already. So <laughs> yeah, it's even better. <laughs> it's even better. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. And the last part is the discover area where you get an overview of all the different countries where you're selling in. Again, you don't get that in the advertising console, but you have yeah. to switch countries. And as soon as you click on a country, you get all the campaigns. And then you can click on the campaign, you see the ad groups, you click on the ad groups, you see the targets, and you can even click on the target and you see the search terms. You can export them, you can rename all your campaigns, you can change budgets, whatsoever. You can do that. Everything what you would have done in the advertising console over here, you can do that right from Bidex. Great. Um, last question um, for Bidix about Bidix it's, uh, itself and the tool. If you are if you are finished with your presentation, Max. For the moment, yes, I am. Uh, uh, great. Um, am I correct that you provide a managed service as well? So for managed services, we regularly have our agency partners. Okay. For vendors or some bigger sellers, we find them that they want to work primarily in-house. They don't want to have an external agency and they want to use their own software. And therefore, we offer some managed services where we offer additional services regarding strategic consultancy whatsoever and to support them to get the most out of the tour. 
Great. So if somebody's interested, we post the link uh, in the comments below. Um, just go for it, uh, explore it. I guess you have a trial period, right? Yeah. So for all customers who are not a customer of Spacecode yet, who of will course. receive it, um, you can go to bidix.io and you can register for free. We offer a 14 day free trial and you can test the whole tool 14 days for free. I would highly recommend it. We don't need any credit card information in the end automatically, just the email address and a password. And then you link your Amazon account and we pull in all the data. It takes like 30 minutes to two hours, depending on the amount of data. And then you're good to go. Thank you very much, Max, for the presentation. Uh, to wrap it up, I have two personal uh, questions. Uh, one of them is also always random and one of them is always the same. If you saw a stream from the past, you might, might know the last one. But uh, first of all, if you could choose a superpower, Max, which one would it be and why? I think it would be beaming. Like beaming? changing location immediately. Because like we are launching now our US office and US operation. And like Penny yeah, is traveling back and forth. And if I could beam, I could skip the jet lag. I could sleep every night at home. And I, I could work in, in that time. So, so I probably would choose that if that is possible. We had this conversation in our in, in our house, I remember. <laughs> and I also could beam. beam. Uh, I always would pick, uh, uh, pick the same. Uh, but maybe because we have basically the same positions in our companies, right? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of this. Uh, yeah, okay, this reason. Okay, and the last question. Um, one, no, not success story. That's, that's one life lesson. One life lesson from entrepreneur to entrepreneur. What would you give to the audience here? So as we grow our company, we see how important it is to focus on the team, to have a strong communication, to have strong system and process established, to make it as easy as possible for new team members to join and to make sure that the team is working as efficient as possible. So I would focus on a really strong team of A players, only have A players in your team and have like really good communication guidelines to reduce the amount of miscommunication to a really low level because that costs just so much resources in terms of time in terms of money and so on. I would definitely go with it. <laughs> it's already said. All right. Thank you very much, uh, Max, for your time, for your great presentation, your great mood, and that you uh, built with your team such a great feature for our customers. And um, therefore, I would uh, wrap it up and say thank you to the audience. I wish you all a great weekend. My name is Anton Hermann, and the last words are always for the guests. So, Anton, thank you very much. I'm really excited for the partnership and I'm really looking forward. And I'm really excited to see what we can build together, what requests we get from your customers and to, to help them, to help you grow and scale this further. Cheers. Bye-bye.